Hello, and welcome to the 85th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. I was I supporting you. Game. I was being like a backup singer. I was like the harmony. I was helping. <laughs> My name is uh, Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in the wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. I know. Where I talk about, read about, write about, think about, dream about video games, video games, video games. And I am joined tonight as in many podcast nights by three of my wonderful co-hosts, Alex Lane, Charlotte Hyde, and Jennifer Justice. Hello, ladies. What's up, Sam? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Woo! How about we go in that order tonight? Alex, Charlotte, Jen. Alright, I'm Alex Lane, and I'm an assistant professor at Metropolitan State University in Minnesota, where I'm a professor of technical communications. I profess things about it all the time. <laughs> I profess a lot. Um, and uh, let's see, so my research is on uh, gender issues in the video game industry, company policies, things like that. And I just wrote an awesome grant with uh, Sam and Wendy, so hopefully... Uh, that goes through, and we'll have some good news for you guys in a, in a couple months here. So. Awesome. Woo! Woo! Who's <laughs> <laughs> next, right. uh, Charlotte? Yeah, that would be me. I'm Charlotte Hyde. I'm a doctoral candidate at Purdue University. Um, I'm the resident Lego scholar. Yes, you are. I like so, that. Um, I'm actually working on a piece for publication on that, so that's awesome. And uh, I also love video games, obviously. And you're going to stop going down the rabbit hole soon. I am, yes. No more <laughs> rabbit holes. No more rabbit holes. It'll get you. That stuff's yeah, nasty. It is. Alice, stay out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I've but didn't we there. want Alice to go down? Okay, the bad analogy. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of madness. There yeah, is a lot of madness. <laughs> But I think the, we've already hit that. For the uninitiated, the, the rabbit hole we're talking about is is Charlotte is misfortunate enough to read the comments on things, and that spirals into this self-hate, hatred of the world thing that just spins rapidly out of control. Oh, dogs. As anybody who reads comments knows. Right. Anybody who reads comments knows. So, so we've, we've been coaching her this week on how to stay I, out of the rabbit hole. I feel like I need to hear all viewpoints until I actually hear all viewpoints, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, 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 you're no, like, oh, wait, I didn't need to know that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that one could have been left off. Right. Um, all right. Oh. What? You, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Jen Justice. I'm a PhD student at Purdue University in West Lafayette. Uh, I do game studies and pedagogy. Um, and also digital rhetorics. So that's my focus this semester. And if you haven't noticed, if you're watching, she is rocking that new short haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I do like that haircut. That is nice. Thank you. It, I wasn't originally planning to cut it, but then they told me it was long enough to donate, so Yay. short it was. Adorable. Yay. All right, so we'll go about doing things the usual way. Um, is what you read and what you no, that's not the way we go. No. <laughs> We've only been doing this for three and a half years, Sam. Come on. I know, I know. What you playing, what you reading, what you drinking. Right? Right, right, right. right. 
Um, and then we'll jump into some other fun things and then go down the rabbit hole. Oh, <laughs> rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole episode. Well, I'll, my, my way you're playing this week is going to be pretty easy. Okay, so I did this thing that mm. I tend to do, and I'm going to go fast. Because, you know, we need to go faster through this what you're playing thing. <laughs> yeah, it takes an hour and then we rush through the topic. Right. Yeah. Good luck. You're so, the one who plays 20 things every week, Sam. Well, I didn't play 20 things this week. It's, it's easy. So what I did is, is I have a bad habit of buying things on one platform, and then when they come out on other platforms, I buy it again and again and again, so I own the game like six times. So <laughs> I bought Rogue Legacy on the Steam sale, like over the summer, on the summer Steam sale. But, you know, I watched other people play it, and I never played it because I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't feel like the right, right platform. Um, and, and as I've said a million times before, platformers weren't my thing when they were first out on, like, consoles. I didn't start playing platformers hardcore until they started coming out on handhelds like the DS. So Rogue Legacy felt like it needed to be on a handheld for me. So I didn't play it even though I bought it on the Steam sale. And then it just came out on the Vita. And look, here. I have been playing this damn game non-stop for like a week. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like every waking gaming moment, I'm playing this. I play this game until I fall asleep at night or the battery dies. Wow. It's, it's horrible. It's Farmville for you. It, is, it did replace Farmville because cause Farmville <gasps> did an update on Android. No, it did an update on Android, and now it won't run on my phone. Oh good, I'm not the only one. Okay. No, it's, it's the Android the Android update broke broke everybody's game. I so, see. Get it together. So yeah. I've been playing Rogue Legacy like nonstop. It's crazy. Mm, I, I that got my too. kid playing it. I've even got my kid playing it. So she's like, whenever it's time to choose a new iteration of a of a of a night, she's like, choose a colorblind one. And I'm like, No, I hate the colorblind ones. Yeah. You don't like really? <laughs> no, I don't like black and white. I don't like colorblind or nostalgia. I don't like the sepia tones and the and the black and white. I want the full color. And okay. the um and the crazy um mm. vertigo one is just like I kill that one immediately. I just stay in there and let whatever's yeah. getting anything's kill better me. than vertigo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the black and white would be my place, like where I would need to be. Oh, but but let me tell you, I'm because playing this game out. with a twist. I'm playing it with a twist. And Jen knows this. I'm I'm trying to solely play with um with female characters. So if I get for a man, anybody who oh, oh sorry go ahead. Uh, for anybody who hasn't played Rogue Legacy, um, it every time you die, it gives you three new characters you can choose from, and they all have um, a disability or trait, and then uh, like some kind of strength or magic skill. Um, so you'll get a mix of guys and girls and you'll get different traits like they can be dyslexic where all the words on the on the screen are backwards they can have vertigo which means you run around the up uh, the top okay. of the page and yeah. it's terrible and makes you sick um, <laughs> colorblind like Sam was saying where the the screen goes black and white various things like that so. sounds awesome it's it really cool I don't think it's that awesome it's oh, so fun <laughs> it sounds awful no, it's great. It's it not like, like I was there for it. It sounds like Spelunky to me. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> oh. Don't, don't, don't mention Spelunky. Oh. I made her buy Spelunky because I told her how great it was, and then she cussed at me for like a week. I just need an ally. gaming marathon, remember? 
Yeah. It was literally the worst thing that has ever happened to anyone. Oh, no. I hated that game. I actually like that game, but it seems See? similar to me. Why? You, you make fun of me for playing Sims. You're like, I don't get the point. I don't like, make fun of you. I'm asking. I'm a- I just don't make fun of you. I just like, innocently asked me if, no, what the yes. attraction of Sims is. What is no, it? No, it's, it's better than Spelunky. I play Spelunky too, but it's better than Spelunky. I really don't know. I mean, I, I literally am asking what the attraction of Sims is. We talked about it last week. I'm not going to go over it again. Regardless, <laughs> I would rather just help my own tongue than play Spelunky again. Okay. Rogue Legacy is not Spelunky. <laughs> Charlotte? Uh, what? I oh, what about it? Yeah. I didn't like it, but I was probably in a bad mood that day, so who knows. So you need to try it again. Because you yeah. went down the rabbit hole and you were in a bad mood. Yeah. Yeah, probably. All right, Alex, what you playing? Um, Sims 4, obviously. Haven't played that since the last time we talked, so that's been pay- taking up most of my time. I've been playing, um, let's see. So I've been doing lots of stuff because there was a lot of, not a lot of criticism. There's some criticism of the game, so I've been trying to play and do all sorts of different stuff. So the biggest criticisms I've heard, um, one is about maternity leave. Like when you get pregnant it, as a woman, you are you have a baby, and then you get like three days of paid maternity leave. Um, that's been the way for most That's right. I always remember that from Sims 2 and 3. That's right. So, so it's always been that way. That was a big. That's a big criticism of the game. Whatever. Um, and, but in this iteration, the people. I think people didn't play around as much. You can force the kid to grow up right away, like go to the next level, and then no one has to take maternity leave, and you don't need a sitter or whatever. Um, I think the criticism was that men don't have to take uh, uh, time out from getting promotions. You know. And women do, even though, I don't know. You know what's odd? is I've never had maternity leave in The Sims, and I've always played The Sims, but you know what? I've always played a lesbian. I've never oh. given birth. Do so you never given birth? No, I've never given so birth at all. you've always adopted. I always get, I've always adopted, and I've never gotten maternity leave. Yeah. That makes and sense. That was another big criticism was um, that you couldn't adopt in this one, which you can. You just do it from the computer instead of from your phone, which I think makes more sense anyway, but... Did you order the babies online? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, like, what else are you going to do? That's where Amazon's for, right? Amazon.com <laughs> slash babies. Uh, so let's see. So I got married. This is okay. I'm not going to keep talking about the game because I wrote a review of it. But here was my really sad story. So one evening... Um, and Mike works at like 3.30 in the morning now every day. So I like am up all night by myself. So all sorts of antics ensue, such as the following. <laughs> I started a character, and this was my first char- big character, right? And uh, I fell in love and got married. And the day that I got married, this woman comes to my door and seduces my husband, and he sleeps with her. Ooh. And I came home nice. from work in the middle of this, right? So I'm super pissed. I kick him out. And then uh, the next day, this woman, so, like, the next night I'm, like, kind of drunk, right? And this woman, like, starts flirting with me, so I, like, get married to, and then now a lesbian, and I get married and adopt a kid and, like, woke up the next day, and I'm like, oh, my head hurts. Like, what happened? And I, like, opened my Sims game. I'm like, oh, no, I have, like, a 14-year-old kid. What, what had happened last night? 
So, uh... <laughs> Only in Sims can you wake up with a 14-year-old child the next day. I know, and so, like, I, I, was, I went out to breakfast with uh, with Mike the next day, and I was, like, explaining this to him, and I feel like the people who were sitting around us were like, what the hell? Because I was like, yeah, I was like, married, and I like, walked in, and that night, I, like, became a lesbian and adopted a kid, and, like, I woke up, and I was like, what the hell did I do? And... <laughs> So, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Charlotte, that would be the appeal of Sims. I was going to say, yeah, now I'm interested. You have to I'm play like, the game drunk, apparently. So. <laughs> but the, so the problem is is that, like, so then my character got old, and they, you know how they used to have all sorts of potions you could buy, like, to make yourself young again or freeze your age? They only have one, and it only rewinds, like, a couple days. So I, like, got it, but it was too late, and I was, like, about to die, but the only person I had was my kid, and I hated him, and I kicked him out already. So, like, I had to bring the kid back in, because otherwise I would have lost all my stuff. I had to bring the kid back in, make a new character, put her in a house somewhere, marry the kid to the new partner, and then she kicked everybody out. So, it was wow. it was quite tumultuous, I must say. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I have to try it again. It sounds amazing it's now. It's so popular. <laughs> yeah. That's it is, like, Every morning, too, I'm like, oh, God, I'm terrified over okay. my Sims game. <laughs> so here's the thing is I think Alex needs to be journaling her Sims life. <laughs> yeah. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. Just take lots of screenshots and then tell the story. <laughs> I just, I could not believe that my husband cheated on me the day we got married. Like, I went to work to, like, earn some money, and he's like, ha-ha. What's up? What were you doing working on the day of your wedding? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a workaholic. It's part of my character. I'm, so, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing some flaws on both sides. <laughs> right. and, and you know what? You didn't pine over him too long if you just, you know, hooked up with some woman the next day and adopted a kid. <laughs> well, it was the next day for me, but it was the it was the same night for my sim, so that's true. <laughs> really didn't pine. No. That's true. Look, I I'm a free spirit. Okay. <laughs> Lex, that's my alter ego in the game. Lex Lane. I know I'm super creative, so uh, <laughs> that's what I've been doing all week. I kind of play for like I don't know a couple hours every night. I've I played a little Hearthstone too, but eh, mostly it's Sims. All right. I, I can tell you some more stories, but it just gets more and more embarrassing. So. You and we're trying to, to make this be a little quicker. All right, Charlotte, what you playing this week? Well, I wish Sarah was here because I, I started playing Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, and yeah. How is it? She wrote about it. Um, well, you know, it's terrifying. I um, I didn't think so at first. At first I was sort of like, I don't know, this is not terrifying. I mean, it's creepy. It's definitely creepy. But then um, suddenly... It becomes terrifying. <laughs> and I sort of jumped and I had to leave it alone. Which is weird for me because I don't usually, you know, I love scary stuff. But, yeah. That's what Sarah was saying. She had to walk away from it. I had to walk away because I was like, I was not expecting what happened to happen. And I was I like, whoa. I think you're a bunch of wussies. Oh, have you played it? No. Okay. <laughs> Throw down. I think you should play it because I don't get scared. There's fighting and, words. That, that one, when I was like, this is not scary, this is not scary. Oh, shit, it's scary. <laughs> See, I'm the one who always complains that nothing scares me. Me too, though. Me too. So I was like, well, it's creepy. It's cool. I mean, it's creepy. But then, you know, suddenly I had to go do something else. So 
And I played that, and then I played... Wait, I was a quick question. What, are you guys all doing the marathon? Yes. Yes. Okay, can I skate in with you? Of course. Huh? Yeah. yeah. No, right, you gotta come here. I'm gonna hang out with Charlotte in her room of fear. Yeah. <laughs> so you can make no, it worse. Did you actually no. reserve that space, Sam? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's on. It's on what's like popcorn. I'm not playing. Well, um, what's that game that's coming out right before that? Or is it before that or after that? The the one that I want. Um, it's the horror game for the fall. The AAA. No idea. Which game? Wendy, if Wendy was here, she would know because she's going to write her Power Hour review on it. But. When is the gamer thing? When is it? Yeah, what's the date? I forgot. October twenty fifth. October. Uh, I don't think this game comes out till twenty eighth. So. Mm-hmm. Something well, that's else. Okay. Any out. any scary game will work for what I got planned for you. Well, I still gotta I still gotta do Outlast though because I didn't finish it from last year. So. Well, that'll be that will be the perfect game for this. So anyway, for folks that are listening, um, this is going to be a, well my fifth year and our God knows how many years for some of the rest of these folks of doing the um, Extra Life Games Marathon to raise money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, so every year we do this insane thing where we sit together um, in a room for 24 hours and play games um, to raise money for. Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, because, you know, we try to be good people like that. Um, and this year, the marathon is going to be on October 25th. Um, so we'll put a link up in the show notes or somewhere on the on the blog where you can figure out how to uh, sponsor any or all of us uh, <laughs> uh, for, the, for the marathon. And, you know, help heal sick kids, because that's important shit, man. I think I did the best last year, so I challenge all of you to do better than me this year. Wait, what did you do? I think I really did the best. We're going to have to look back. I didn't do very well, so I I may just be support this year. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Totally unacceptable. I met Michael, but I raised it this year, so we'll see. Anyway... All right, Jen. So, so Charlotte, okay. can you tell us? Uh, I didn't play much else. I mean, I played Rogue Legacy. I didn't like it that much. Um, I don't believe you, man. What'd you What'd you play it on? Your, uh, actually, your. Oh, on my Vita. I was in a bad mood that day. I'll try it again. I played the PlayStation All Stars. I hate that. That's never gonna happen. Um, oh no! Oh come on! Oh, but that was on your Vita too, right? Yeah, but it's not the beat. It's not the problem. I don't like those fighty games. I don't like that. I'm not good at I them. I need to download that. Play, uh, PlayStation All Stars. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. I always yeah, think those are I need boring to do that. too. Yeah, I think it's boring, and I'm going to delete it. But anyway, that's. What but I'm you know what? Here's the thing, though. If we all play together, then the fun will not be in the playing, but in the shit talking. This is how you but, get people on Farmville, you pusher. But there's no fun in the fact that. This is I true. I can't do it. It's just like I, I just want to punch and punch and punch and then nothing happens. So, meh. That's all I do. <laughs> it was fun at like Mortal Kombat on like the PS1 or the yeah, meh. whatever, Sega, but yeah, so boring. Boring. Anyway, I still haven't uh, checked it out, so I'll, I'll check it out, Sam. I know. I want somebody to play with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fine. 
right, Jen, what you playing? Okay. Uh, not much this week. It's, it's been kind of crazy week, but um, I have done my nice callback with Skyrim. I I always like to try and get a little bit of that in. Um, but I've also been playing Dark Cloud. Uh, it's an old PS2 game, but um, it's kind of I don't know. It's a fun dungeon village builder um, role playing game. Uh, she is all hell, but really fun. So those have been my two. Well and Farmville before it broke on my phone because I wanted the dog. I really wanted the dog and I was going to get it this time, but yeah, nope. I almost bought it with my first paycheck, but non-boxed wine came first. (laughs) Boxed wine. Alright. Non-boxed wine. I'm failing my resistance to uh, getting Sims 4. Yeah, I think I'm going to get it. really, really failing. You have to get it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna end up getting it. I'm gonna end up getting it and Destiny, and I said I wasn't gonna get either one. And uh, Tatius is in the is listening, so because he was harassing me earlier, because I I saw him playing, and I was like, tell me how awful this game is, so I don't have to buy it. (laughs) And he refused (laughs) to do that. Um, the Evil Within. That's what I was thinking. Obviously. Oh yeah, Evil Within. Sam, I always told you, if you need friends to help you make better decisions, you need different I friends. I need better friends. Yeah. yeah. It's certainly yeah. not going to be us, and it's absolutely not going to be Tatius. No. Oh, well. All right. <laughs> reading? Did anybody read anything good? Reading. I'm reading yeah. a bunch of stuff, but it's all, like, little things. Actually, I'm doing a guest lecture in a class on Games for Change. I've been reading a bunch of the Games for Change stuff. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going to start with, like, a... With, like, a... Here's how games make arguments, right? And then we're going to go through the um, Foldit, which is the how they map the AIDS protein. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to go through... Yeah. I'm making them watch the McGonagall's TED Talk, which I know, but it's a good starting place, I think, for undergrads. And then we're going to do... um, And then we're going to look at... games for change that are actually advertisements, so we're going to play Scarecrow and watch the Scarecrow oh, yeah. stuff. So, I'm pretty excited. The Chipotle one, right? Yeah, the Chipotle one. Or the, oh, McDonald's you one. You can play the uh, the Pokemon Black and Blue one from PETA. Pokemon Black and Blue. That oh. one's horrifying and hilarious. Well, we're going to play the McDonald's one in class. I think that's a good one to play in class, because it's like a huge lecture hall. Mm-hmm. Wow. You have oh, to teach cool. a huge lecture hall? Just for like, just for a guest speaker thing. Oh, I, I mean, yes, that. I'm very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to find it, Sam, but you can probably help me out here. Um, what? I'm not reading it, but I'm interested in that book that you were you posted on Facebook. It's not out yet, uh, but the one that we were all talking, we were comparing it to Ready Player One. Oh, I didn't play. I didn't post that. Nate did. Oh I yeah. Oh. Okay. What is that? That's why I couldn't find it, because I was looking on your Facebook. But it's a new gamer book uh, novel. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm interested in it. It's not, you asked if people had read it, but it's not out yet. So. Well, it's going it. It's going to fall short, though, because it's not Ready Player One. <laughs> That's true. Ready Player One is amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually amazed. Because, like, the headline yeah. was, like, it finally captures the intensity of gaming, and it's like, did they read like, Ready Player One? Because yeah. I think we covered that already. Yeah. 
So, so I mean, cool to, it'd be I, cool to read. I want to read it, but it's not out yet. So. I haven't read anything except, you know, tech com stuff. Yeah. Well, some really. I'm I actually not. I've been reading. That. I've read some really. Um, it seems like I, you know, I read a lot of novels, right? And it seems like every novel I read lately is about the horrific kidnapping and torture of some woman or women. And I don't know why this seems to be a trend. This is every novel written since Edgar Allan Poe. No, since Shakespeare. This is. But it seems like I can't find anything that's not that right now. And I want to. Hmm. Yeah, because you know, because well, of everything else that's going that's on. That's what I felt like. This. Yeah. Anyway, you need from your escapes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I need some escape from my escapism. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you got, Jen? You gonna give me an escape? Um, well, really, I've, I haven't been reading a lot outside of Techcom either, but I did pick up a really cool piece um, by Dorsch Bell. I wish I could remember what the title was. Um, but it was a whole piece on ethnographies and computing, um, which for me was really, really cool because it tied in with discourse communities and the way that we access learning or the way that we, we access community types through... Uh, programming or computer stuff, which, I mean, that links right in with why I want to use video games in the classroom and various research interests. So it wasn't actually video game related, but it was super cool. And talking about the uh, affect, uh, affective uh, impact of computing, and I don't know, I liked it. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anybody else read anything? Is that everybody? Cool. Here's the fun part. What you drinking? It's not fun for me. I have apple cider because I'm sick. Oh. Isn't that the worst? Yes, that is the worst. Sam, you didn't tell us what you're drinking. What is that noise? What am I reading? Um, I'm reading a lot, a lot of comp theory stuff. Oh, that's really fun. That's my favorite subject. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm teaching intro to comp theory again. Which is a class that I actually love to teach. And and Charlotte's being such a stinker about it because Charlotte had intro to comp theory with me. What was that now? Three years ago, Charlotte? Yeah, three years ago. And um it was quite amusing because she was just like stunned the entire time, and she had this look of, "Oh God, just kill me now! Don't make me." <laughs> well, you know, it's my semester. It's funny because when when we started, we started in the room with the roaches, right? Oh yeah, and and I, I, and I was yeah, that was bad. And, and then, then we, we, moved were in, um, we moved into Stanley the Coulter. Yeah, and so then we moved and I the was like, "Oh, we're not staying in here." No. Yeah. So we moved into the conference room, and I was so freaked out by the whole situation that the best thing I could think to do was like literally just sit next to Sam. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna sit here because I'm not hiding from this, but this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and so now she keeps talking about it, and it's just like flashbacks. <laughs> I forgot about the. I forgot about the PTSD. 
I forgot about the cockroaches. Yeah, because we were in Stanley Coulter, and I was we walked in, and there were like these gigantic, <laughs> dead and half dead cockroaches everywhere. Because I guess they had found the roaches and sprayed, and I was like, no, <laughs> no. no. I was like, everybody pack no. your shit. We are leaving. <laughs> oh yeah, it's my favorite subject. It was quite amusing. Yeah, I, I didn't think so at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but now um, I think it's cool. It's cool now. Yeah. All right. So, uh, fun stuff. What you drinking, people? So we know Alex not drinking anything because you know she's sick. So she's drinking apple cider. She could at least have hard cider, but you know. That's what I'm saying. All right, fine. I put a little whiskey in it. <laughs> hey, there's the Alex Lane we know and love. Yeah, I'm so sick. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just drinking wine and sparkling water, so Alex can make fun of me. Water, water. I think that is a respectable, lovely uh, drink. Watery yes. wine. It's not exactly watery <laughs> wine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, mind is. your own cup, okay? Solo, <laughs> all right. Don't you be judging Charlotte. Watery, wa okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm somewhat confused why Alex is standing up for me suddenly on the watery wine. I'm a way nicer when I'm sober. Oh, oh that's what it is. <laughs> the truth comes out. I hardly can no, judge you my for their wine it. intake, so. Yay. All right. What you drinking, Jen? Hard cider. Hard cider. For usual. <laughs> oh, yay. Somebody's drinking hard yep. cider. What are you drinking in that solo cup that you're, like, sucking down? <laughs> Sam. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> it was what quite is it? tasty. Um, I'm actually drinking a Sneaky Sneaky. Ah, I thought so. I almost had something different, but I said, you know Why? If you got a good That's thing, a good don't fuck with it. Yeah, just get the drink what you drink. Go with the classic. Mm -hmm. One of these days, they're going to like stop making uh, um, like sweet tea flavored vodka, and I'm going to like cry. Is that my computer that's like making that? No, that's Charlotte sitting outside. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was like, crickets, right? No. Sounds like crickets. Yep. Exactly Smoke in your apartment like a normal human being, Charlotte. Well, I don't want to do that, and locusts are awesome, so. That was a creepy door. <laughs> oh, she muted. I'm lost. What's happening? All right. We were doing what you're drinking. I think we covered everybody. Okay. So, um. Uh, mm -hmm. Do we have a, what is it, indie game of the week? Indie I didn't do indie game. Sims. What? The Sims was indie game of the week this week. It's been, it's been one of the busiest weeks of my life, I think, so I didn't get to it. I well, thought of it like an hour ago, and I was like, I could, but. Well, we, can do, well, we can do five nights. Technically, five. I think, oh, Five Nights at Freddy, is that indie? Yeah. There you go, you can take my segment this so, week. So is so is tech. oh I forgot the other one I was playing. Uh, as as uh, Cody lovingly named it, bang all the birds. Oh yes, oh, also yeah, had a boyfriend. Yeah. Wait, what? 
<laughs> Bang All the Birds. Talk about uh, it's called Bang All the Birds. Um, so it's an indie game. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Hatoful Boyfriend, so it's H-A-T-O-F-U-L Boyfriend. Um, it's basically a satire of a, or a, um, yeah, it's basically a parody of a, of a dating sim. Um, so you are a female character, which is incredibly rare for a dating sim anyway. Um, eventually this will be a power hour review. I meant to do it this weekend. Um, but you are a female character who is the only human going to school at a school for intelligent pigeons. It is a pigeon dating sim. You must actually date pigeons. Um, and if you don't, apparently you die. Apparently, Ooh. if you do not find a pigeon boyfriend, they kill you. So it's like Darwin. And there is, and there is a very lovely shot of a broken down dystopic uh, cityscape. It's like a two second flash. And otherwise, it is this incredibly happy, silly, utterly pointless pigeon dating sim. I'm kind of obsessed with it. <laughs> it, it, took, it took a grand total of, like, 25 minutes, I think, to get to the end of, of a single run-through. And I got to the end, and I'm like, wait, wait, what just happened? What? It's pretty awesome. And I think it's, oh. like, 10 bucks on Steam. Well, you date pigeons. So, yes, yeah. bang all the birds. Bang all the birds. There is actually... I will say, there is no sexual content in this. Like, even if you romance one of the birds or whatever, like, it's just friendship stuff. It's basically making a friend. So you don't line oh, up which is also an interesting with a 15-year-old boy the next day. 15-year-old son. Yeah, and the teachers don't hit on you, and there's no creepy... Yeah, so... But you will possibly get murdered. Hey, my dad's watching. What's up, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> hey, my mom's watching. Yeah. Hey, you talk about banging all the birds. <laughs> it's parent night. Well, yeah, banging all the birds, and the parents are here. <laughs> Cody said that, and it was just hilarious. So let's do it. How <laughs> it's a great name for it. I love it. Yeah. Good lord, what is wrong with you people? A lot. It's funny. <laughs> do you really want an answer to that question? No, not at all. Also, you're all our mentors, so kind of your fault. I am a bad person to follow. <laughs> all right. You know that about me. If, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just like if you if you need friends to help you make good decisions, you need different friends. If we need a mentor to help us uh, make better decisions, not, we need not bang all the birds. <laughs> All right, on that note, <clears throat> uh, our issue of the week, we were talking about uh, early on what our issue of the week was this week, um, and once again, our issue of the week is kind of coming out of kind of our real life experiences as well as a being a continuation of the conversation that we had last time that we thought was a really good conversation and a fun conversation, uh, fun as in engaging. Not as fun as in rah rah happy times, um, but no. if you remember, no, not well. We did get the a great title out of it. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Wendy. Uh, and Ricky. 
and Ricky. Um, but yeah, last time we were talking about basically the beginning of a conversation about Gamergate, Zoe Quinn, and Anita Sarkeesian, because it was immediately after the release of um, the last uh, Feminist Frequency uh, Trumps versus Women video when um, Anita Sarkeesian was driven from her home um, with threats of, uh, of rape and murder. Um, as well as being, um, oh, a couple weeks after this whole uh, Zoe Quinn fiasco where some, um, where, let's be nice and cordial here, where her ex uh, accused her online of basically sleeping her way to getting her game produced, um, as well as other heinous things that were kind of thrown out and the attacks that she experienced online afterwards. Um, so we've um, had lots of interesting conversations in the two weeks uh, since um, our last uh, since our last conversation um, for uh, for a number of reasons. Um, we've had some interesting conversations with uh, folks who have visited the blog as well. Welcome back, Jen. As well as um, having had some interesting conversations amongst ourselves. Just kind of based and and uh, well, kind of based on some of the uh, the threads and blog posts and videos and things that we've been following um, online um, over the course of the last two weeks. So we thought we'd take this time to kind of get back together and uh, just chit chat um, and uh, talk more about this thing that's been called Gamergate. <laughs> um, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. But I think it's much larger than Gamergate. So, that's where we are. Who wants to start? Not it. Why do you always scream not it? Because I'm a reasonable person who grew up with siblings. Oh, well, that would mean, yeah, that would happen for you. Well, let's start by saying <laughs> this. Um, and we've said this a, a million times, right? And we'll say it a million times more. Um, at Now Your Mama's Gamer, we welcome conversation with all kinds of folks, um, folks with folks with similar and or dissenting opinions, right? Because that's one of the reasons we started Not Your Mama's Gamer almost four years ago now. It's been three and a half years. Can you believe that? Um, so three and a half years ago is because we wanted to start a conversation amongst um, different and differing kinds of folks in the games community um, and to see if we can make the games community, uh, at least even in our own little corner of the world, a better place to be, a better place for everyone, for you know, women, men, minorities, majorities, and everyone in between. Um, so and and we made the decision probably in the first couple of months <laughs> that we were up and running that if someone came to the blog with a dissenting opinion that we wouldn't silence those voices as long um, as, as, long, as long as they were respectful and as as long as they were rational voices and that's something that we have in the three and a half years kind of held on to um, and you know we've had some great conversations with folks who have you know come to the come to us with with viewpoints that are completely the opposite of our own um and we continue to welcome those voices um so that is one of the places we will start 
Well, I think that's when we started this too, and it helped like shape my dissertation so much um, in a lot of ways because I, I really don't think that you can study games without talking about these gender, race, class issues. And I think that's one of the big things that we've kind of tried to work towards is making sure that these issues aren't just for feminists or people who identify as feminists, that they aren't just for this group of people, but and if you're going to look at these thing, these this gaming industry, you have to acknowledge these things that are going on, like Gamergate. And when you don't, you get a lot of things like uh, like with the Zoe Quinn thing or with the Nita Sarkeesian, everyone's saying, oh, well, it's not about sexism, it's not about sexism, right? And if you don't make that part of the conversation where people can even recognize sexism when it's happening, then you just get these crazy, what, what do we call it in our article? Catharsis, backlash against um, mm -hmm. people trying to do anything in the gaming industry. Um, because it's so ingrained in there. So doing something like criticizing a trope, the trope of like the Disney princess, all of a sudden gets met with death threats and rape threats and things like that because the issue, the issues run below the surface in every single aspect of the community. And you guys, have, since Sam brought it up, you guys might want to talk about the comments that you dealt with all week. I know that was really, I think you and Char uh, Jen and Charlotte kind of, headed most of that up, so. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I kind of went AWOL after a couple of days of it, so I'm not sure. Uh, Sam and Charlotte, I think, will be better at, at saying how things wrapped up. Um, but I know that was that was an interesting twist. Um, there were some very interesting conversations happening both on Facebook and on our blog posts mm -hmm. um, with people with, with very, very different opinions. Um, and... What was really interesting, um, on Facebook, there was a lot of very polite inquiry. Like, they they would have, they'd start with a question, and they didn't necessarily preface it with a lot of other things. They just, they, they were coming for clarification. Um, what I saw in the first round of comments, and I actually do want to go back to that um, uh, once I get my feet under me, but um, it's been a lot of reading this week. Uh, but with... Um, with those comments, what I what I saw a lot of was entirely differing definitions, um, so that even a starting point was really hard to find. Um, we'd be coming at things from such different angles that we could be saying the same words and not really be finding any common footing. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, for all the differing opinions, I mean, we it was still a, we were able to have a conversation. So for the most part, yes, we were able for the to most have a part, yes. I mean, we 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 had um, we had some folks come on to the blog, and initially there was some concern about whether or not um, the tone that we were sensing was one that was going to be conducive to having a conversation, um, and there was some banter <laughs> back and forth for a little bit, um, but. Um, it, and it was interesting uh, because it, it seemed that we weren't all hearing um, the same things. Let's just kind of put it that way. We weren't hearing the same things. Um, and, uh, but oddly enough, the way that it ended, um, and Charlotte, you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it seemed almost as if 
the folks who had joined in on the conversation um, were more willing to listen as well as speak and could understand what we meant um, by um, our perception that they were attempting to silence us in our own space. I feel like there was two different people in the conversation. There were. And, no, I know. But I mean, two different people, like two different, totally different perspectives. Yes, there and were. The, the one I ended up talking to at the end, I think, was the one who is more characterized by, by what you say. Um, the other one seemed to just abruptly disappear. So mm. I didn't know what to think about that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to just abruptly disappear, but, but that's what happened. Yeah, if, it, if, it, if the one you ended up talking to was the one who started the conversation with me, um, no, which I think it was. It was. No? No, oh. it was, no? No. Oh, okay. It was, a, it was the second guy. Oh, okay. Oh, Interesting. Okay. So basically the first guy that started the conversation with you... Um, Disappeared? Well, he came back and talked to Wendy and basically said, I apologize right. if that's how I've come off or whatever. And then and he we got social justice paladin out of it, which I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah, and then he disappeared. I was talking to the other guy um, who didn't disappear. Well, he's disappeared now, but, I mean, not disappeared, but the conversation's over. <laughs> right. But I felt like he was more willing to, I don't know if it's more willing. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what I'm trying to say, really, except I felt like there was two different messages coming from both of those different posters. I think that's actually a fair point to keep in mind when we're, like, because they, they came in and they seemed to have very similar uh, positions at the beginning. But um, yeah, and just like, you know, when the, when the six of us or three of us or whoever's on there at the time um, start, start getting involved, like, we all have very different conversational styles, and we've also, like, we are going to have our own takes on things. We'll disagree. Okay. Um, and I don't know. It was it was an it was an interesting conversation. It was stressful, um, especially at first, where it was hard to tell if there was going to be a, a space to have a discussion. Yeah. Um, but but as that space kind of became real, it was actually a, it, I'm glad we had it. Well, mm -hmm. I guess that's sort of what I'm disappointed in is that I felt like we were actually getting somewhere with both of them, mm -hmm. and then and it uh, didn't end. It just ended. Yeah, which may just be because it ended because, you know, we can't do this forever. But right. I was, you know, I mean, I was interested in what the one guy, I, I, I don't remember his whole tagline, but it was like RF or something. I was yeah. interested in what he was saying because, I mean, he was like starting to get into like rhetoric of things and I was like really interested. <laughs> and then I had to go to work and he didn't respond. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Maybe he's listening. While I was out of the room, but... uh. So there was an article about, um, there's been several articles, but one in particular that was on the Academic Gamers Forum mm -hmm. that I got in a big fight with people over. I don't know if you saw that. I think, uh, I, think I know which one you're talking about. Oh, yeah, you posted on it, too. And I've been, I've been totally staying out of Facebook conversations, uh, like arguments like that, because I think they're just kind of worthless. So anyway, so but that one I got into because it was like Academic Gamers, and Jen, you were one of them, so this is our dissenting opinions, who... Sure who were sort of like, and this isn't representing your, what you posted on there, but this is what some no, of them were like. It. It's understandable that these, that these guys are, like they're experiencing 
the argument was they are bullied. Like, they're nerds, they're bullied, and they're sort of reacting against this world that which they've never been accepted in, mostly women, because women have never accepted them. Um, and, like, everybody, everybody was, like, overwhelming, like, that's not an excuse, but it's kind of an excuse. Like, it's, it's not an excuse to make, it's not okay that they're doing it, but this is one of the reasons they're doing it. And um, I don't know if you guys want to discuss before I throw my 7,000 paragraphs worth of opinion in on that. Um, maybe Jen, maybe you okay. or, or Sam. Go ahead. Sam, go for it. Ooh, Jesus, keep me close to the cross. So, um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too, man. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't burst on into flames for saying that, but I'm with you. So, yeah. if this is... I'm, I'm trying to keep it together. Let me know. <laughs> so, if we go with this, and this is what upsets me about that kind of... Because we hear it every time. Right. Well, you know, well, we have to understand, and even someone kind of came in when we were talking on Facebook about um, about Gamergate and some of the things that we had experienced in Not Your Mama's Gamer. I go, well, you know, well, we have to understand that some people think, right, and it's even been argued that the folks that are coming in to these new movements against women in games um, are being groomed by older men, that these young men are being groomed by older men, much like um, white nationalist movements, right? Mm -hmm. So it is another kind of hate group. So we have to understand what's going on, and these young men are being manipulated and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, fuck that. Fuck that. Right? And fuck that so much. Yes, yes. <laughs> in the same way that you don't, you're not getting a lick of slack from me if you join a white nationalist movement because your parents didn't love you when you got your head shoved in a fucking toilet in high school. You're right. not getting a lick of slack from me if you pull this kind of shit online with games communities. So, I mean, so this is what, this is what the arguments always sound like to me. So this is exactly what you're saying. So they were bullied, their parents stuck <laughs> their head in the toilet, so now they um, are violent and threaten to rape or maybe do rape women online or whatever. So, okay, right? So that's like the same thing saying, like, the walls were yellow, so my burger didn't taste as good. Like, these are two true things. My burger didn't taste good, the walls are yellow. Not related, right? Like, yes, they well, were bullied, and, and now they they like, threaten women, like, they might both be true, but that's not, like... Not related. Yeah, and they're not, well, like... That's, one that's something cute. that was getting left out of that conversation a lot, is what about the girls who were bullied? What right. about... What about... You know, the, like, nobody was talking about that, and yet they're not the ones sure. who, are, who are perpetrating this. Well, um, and, and that particular conversation, I think people were trying to excuse their own behaviors because they were jerks online 10 years ago before they, like, right. rise up. So they're like, let's give them some time to grow up. But two things on that. One, um, there is absolutely not one shred of proof that it's people who were bullied that are doing this. Like, no. we don't know. And so to make that assumption that, of course, it's these, you know, 18 to 25-year-old males who were bullied when they were kids is complete bullshit because there is not one piece of evidence that suggests that. Okay. So and to say that victims is, need to suck it up and deal with it until they grow up is preposterous. Right, and, and again, like, bullying sucks. We should give kids resources and this other thing's happening. No no link has been proven between them at all. So that's bullshit, right? And 
like, we don't need to, the fact that the conversation's even coming up in academic circles with people that I, like, really respect, that we need to, like, explore this further, like, just blows my mind. Like Sam said, like, if you're joining a white hate group, yeah, like, I, I do, I don't know. I don't know. I had another point and then I lost so, it. Someone else can go. I, I gotta I gotta go into this again, mm-hmm. and I, I'm gonna try not to call on Jesus again. Um, <laughs> I'll see if I can find I, I it in case you guys didn't see it and you wanna actually I, see the reference that we're talking about. Right. I, I have to ask this question. So once again, we we're, we're having these these excuses, and that and not like I said, they're not people that are just making those excuses outright. But saying maybe we should consider these things. But let me just say this: that there are. Oh, too many cases where this happens, right? We have also seen this. We've seen this all over the place. We have seen this recently, even, right? Um, we have seen. Think okay, here we go. Think back, right? Just a couple months ago, what happened this summer at Santa Barbara? We have a geek who will remain nameless because I do not name folks mm-hmm. yeah, that do yeah. these kinds of things because they don't get any yeah. kind of notoriety from me. Yeah. Decided, but because girls wouldn't sleep with him, he's gonna kill him. That he was gonna go kill. Yes, that was my other. That was my other point. It's blaming the people yeah. who are being harassed. Sorry, but keep going. I mean, so it's the same thing. If you say, well, you know, here we have geeks who are bullied and they're nerdy and girls won't sleep with them, so they're going to call women sluts and whores and cunts and threaten to rape them and their children. And this is the very first argument we ever had on MYNG, do you remember? Someone posted a comment like, yeah, but it's just a bunch of virgins doing this harassing, right. so like, just ignore them. It's just a bunch of like kid virgins. And what right. that does is put the onus back on women. Like, right. well, you yeah. wouldn't have gotten raped if you just slept with them. I mean, like, okay. You just said yes. You wouldn't have to say no. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Just, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it takes a, speaking of privilege, what we've been talking about each week, it takes a it takes a person who is not being harassed to be like, well, let's take a minute and think about the harasser's feelings. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, exactly. Only people not being harassed would ever make that argument. Yeah. Right. Which, I, I never. Um, which is actually what I was trying to say within that thread, because um, mm-hmm. Alex, I I don't think we necessarily disagree. Um, when I when I chimed in on that thread, it was. To talk about the fact that when you have female gamers, when you have minorities, when you have children of parents who have been put into minority positions, whatever for whatever reason, like these conversations about the difference between personal annoyance or pain annoyance come up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about the unfairness that's there, you talk about class divisions, you talk about um, navigating these kinds of things and saying, you know, you being bullied in school is not the same as you being put down by everybody around you. Um, 
it's a it's a really it's a mark of the privilege that these kids are or if they are kids when they were kids like they're so caught up in their own bubble that they don't realize that their individual pain is not the sum of the world and so then they do agree with you but I still don't understand like why that conversation is happening in replacement of the harassment and threats that are happening you know it shouldn't be in replacement of it should and, not be in replacement of. Well, and I don't think that's what you were arguing, but that's what that 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 exact argument is what is being used then in that article that we were referencing originally. They were like, well, they just don't haven't experienced the world yet, so give them some time to grow up, like that. And that's, yeah, and my argument, yeah, my argument was more, hey, parents, get your shit together, start talking to them when they're young, because this right. is not an excuse. This is not okay. They right. should not get to the point where they are old enough to be doing these comments, whether they are 18 or 35 or 82, they should not be getting to a point where they are so oblivious of the world yeah. that they have never had these conversations before now. So, it, it, I mean, that's why what, I was saying, but I, I, I agree with you, this should not be a replacement. I mean, and how, how, is, and, and how is it that, you know, we should give them time to grow up but we're expected to have these conversations with our daughters as soon as they're yep. old enough to understand. Okay, because and and, and I have mm-hmm. to I have to clarify something. I don't know if I I'm thinking back over what I've said. I when I was talking about the when I was talking about the six people who got shot in Santa Barbara, not all six were women, right? Because he killed his three roommates first right. before he went out and shot the women in front of the in front of the sorority house, but. And then there was another guy that was at a supermarket or something, but you know, and and the question is, is like in that, I mean, these are conversations that we have all the time, right? Is that you know, like when the and and they and I understand the arguments around these, right? Like when the the nail polish that detects the date rape drug mm-hmm. in, in yeah. your drink, right, came out, and some people were like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever, and then other people were really pissed off, right? I could understand both yeah. sides, right? Um, because it, it took yeah. me a minute to wrap my head around why people were so pissed off about this, right? Because I never, to me, the nail polish was not a way to make a, to, to put the onus of safety on a woman, right? That was not right. in my mind, right? It was not like, okay, this is how you protect yourself, but this is, Here's just one way to keep you safe while we work towards something else, right? Because it is not a case of, you know, tell a woman not to be raped rather than telling a man not to rape. Because, you know, I'm the fir- I'm a firm believer is in I don't give a fuck who you are. If you assault or harass someone, in my book, your ass should be thrown in jail. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so the, it's, it is not a question of not telling men not to assault, not to rape, not to harass. And that's um, what I'm saying. That's what that's what frustrates me about the whole thing is that I love this argument of let's tell the men not to rape. But uh, unfortunately, it's too late right now for the In men the meantime, we have to, like, stay yeah. not raped. So we have to, yeah. that fucking nail polish. And what we have to tell our children – I mean, it's sad. I hate it. But we have to tell our children – Here's how you don't get raped, <laughs> and it, it's yeah. The nail polish sort of comes into that. Like, okay, I mean, <clears throat> when I was growing up, we didn't have the date rape drug, so that's good. But I would not. I, I mean, I'm not 
comfortable even now. I mean, I even think about it now. Nobody is, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. No, I'm, I'm totally on board. That's the same thing. When I, I was like, okay, idealistically, yeah, I get that people aren't happy about this, but do not go after these guys, these inventors who are, like, trying. And in the, in the meantime, before we have that perfect society where everyone just agrees that men shouldn't rape and then women don't have to do anything to not get raped, like, in the meantime, the people, like, I have to, I, I have to go to the bar, okay? I have to. And so, like, I want, I want smart people making shit to keep me, to, so to empower me to stay safe, right? Like, like there's no... There's no glory or honor in like being like, no, no, I don't need to test my drink because I own my own body. Like, no, like, like I want, you know. And I don't think certainly people were going after. The we shouldn't have to test our own drink. Race. We shouldn't. We, we shouldn't have to. But yeah, I want. We it. shouldn't. We should not have to. This should not be a consideration. However, it is a consideration. So right. two different, two utterly different things, and like. It ties back to the conversation about, you know, should we be talking about why these people are doing this? You have a, a justice response and a social work response. And it's great to understand motivations and things behind it and upbringing and nature and nurture and all those lovely things that go into it. I love the psychology stuff. I love the social work. That's great. Um, empathy is, is, is a wonderful thing. But once the crime has been committed then we are past understanding the motivation. Mm -hmm. you, there has to be some kind of practical recourse. You can go back to understanding motivation afterwards. You can deal with it beforehand, but during the actual crime, when the crime has been committed, you have to deal with that shit. You can't just let it sit. Yeah, and that's why I get, I get so frustrated with the whole let's tell men not to rape argument. I love it. I'm with it. Let's do that. But we don't live in that world, and I know it. And I'm I'm old, and I still know it. I still know I have to deal with that world. Yeah, we can tell this them not to rape, but then when they do it anyway, we need to do something about it. Exactly. This is part. This is part of the like rabbit hole of the comments. I mean, when I go down the rabbit hole of comments, I know what they think. Yeah. I read it. They're writing it, and I can't then fault somebody for helping. Women with nail polish. Let's do it. Yeah. And this is, I mean, the nail polish is much different than don't wear a short skirt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and yeah. I think that's where people get confused. Yeah. Those are two very right. different things. And then, of course, yeah. And you had, like, the people getting all upset, like, well, what about guys? I have this conversation. Then wear nail polish, Danny. Oh, which bit? Yeah, I'm sorry. Male rape. Male rape is huge, that's just as bad, but the idea that you can use that nail polish as a protector, like people were saying, why not take a Q-tip, dip it in the nail polish, have a couple of them in your pocket or your wallet or your purse, and if you don't wear nail polish, male, female, or whatever you want to identify as, just have the Q-tip, stick it in your drink and stir it, like no one would even know. I'm sure it would come clear anyway, but that's... Yeah, well, it's That's just a—it's just a distraction from the actual issue, anyway. But it is yeah. exactly. It's like, why is but this? Hey, what about why me? Is... No one talks about my white maleness. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, but it's uh, so true. Because <laughs> they're the marginalized ones. We right? love all of our white male friends. We have amazing white male gamer friends. But they Val also don't make 
that argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've gotten in some pretty some pretty dicey arguments with white male friends. Um, I bet. And... Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I feel like that was the whole like I don't know tenor of the comments that we got was what about me, the white male? Mm-hmm. And it gets, it gets like super frustrating because it's like okay, but I mean it's like saying where's White History Month? I mean really? I have the perfect example of this that happened to us last week, me and Mike. So we went to this like super hole in the wall Thai restaurant, right? And everyone in there was of some sort of Asian descent. And everyone around us was eating with chopsticks. And they brought us forks. They didn't even Mm -hmm. ask, right? They just brought us forks. And Mike was like, every fucking asshole on the internet just thought we were a victim of reverse racism. (laughs) 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 What a perfect example, right? (laughs) But that's true. But that's what they think. Like, clearly you have never experienced any kind of, like, racism or sexism in your life, because that really would be like, oh, someone gave me a fork because I have white skin. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so frustrating. It's like, come on. I don't want to hear about, I mean, I don't mean to be, like, rude or whatever, but I don't want to hear about you and your white maleness. (laughs) I don't. What I would like to hear, like, Jane just froze on us. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh no. Am I gone? <laughs> no, I can well, hear you. Uh, like every time you said, what last thing we heard was what I would like That's to okay. hear I'll come is. Back. I'll come back later. <laughs> okay. We can hear you now. Now, yeah, now you're right. Oh, okay. Um, what I, no, what I would really like, yeah, watch it start again. Um, what I'd like to hear is not that, you know, I, I do care about those people, but I, I want to hear about the larger issue. I want about the big, you know, these poor white guys who are being ignored, or these poor black women who are being ignored, or these poor homosexual, or these poor Christians, or these poor Muslim, or who, you know, whatever small group you want to put into a little bucket. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Sexist technology. Oh. Oh, <laughs> sexist technology. Being silenced by um, the internet. <laughs> oh, the internet gods are mad at me. Um, but I, I want to talk about what is it that makes it so that we that somebody still has to say that. Yeah, that somebody is still having to make that conversation. I think what you're getting at is like, and this is I think what why it's so important that academics continue to talk about this because we can. We are well equipped to ask this question, not about these instances, but about the systemic institutionalized problems of racism, yes. right? Like we recognize that the Zoe Quinn thing happened and the Anita Sarkeesian thing happened, but I think the conversation that we can really bring, or the aspect of the conversation that we can really bring, is the systemic one. And like looking at it not as instances of gamers who were bullied, which again is not true. Gamers who were bullied are revolting because their industry is being changed by women and they're trying to fight back. No, okay, so we can see that that's not, like, what's happening. What's happening is that there's an institution built on values that are incredibly corrupt. And that's why the conversation needs to be happening in places like, like here, I think, is because we can look at those. We don't need to get hung up in 
the small stuff, and maybe that's why I get so irritated when they're like, no, the maternity, there's no paternity leave in Sims. Like, okay, that's fine, but I, like, we have, like, real horrible shit that we need to talk about first, right? Yeah. It, like, core issues, not symptoms. And, and, of course, there's going to be some both. And of course, I mean, when sometimes symptoms are all we see, and if we ignore them entirely, I mean, it's a complicated thing, but the system is where the, the real issue is. Did I get silenced again? No. Mm -mm. Uh, no, you did not. I was distracted by Ricky's okay. comments on the, uh, <laughs> on the chat. He, he says that the Mexican deal, he feels neglected. Miss Andrea is alive. Ricky, stop <laughs> distracting us. He, he wants us to play Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this is all about. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ricky will now troll about your mama's gamer until everybody plays Destiny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's the one slowing your internet down, Jen. <laughs> Damn it, Ricky. This is, gonna, this is probably the internet slowdown, right? Mm hmm. Google. Are they actually yeah. slowing stuff down? Is that. No. I think it was just a perceived slowdown. I thought they were just uh, doing yeah. Netflix Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They. Uh... Yeah, Netflix was straight up off most of the day, right? Well, really? No, no yeah. it was on most of the day, but when you went to it, you just got this big like wheel, and it was like, hey, it's going to take way longer than this if internet your net neutrality, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, I, think, I think that's badass, honestly. I thought it was amazing. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I wish I had seen that. Is it still doing it? Let me check. It should be. I think it was all day today. Yeah. I can't. I can't find my remote. So. Uh, it wasn't doing it through my uh, my console, but it was doing it when I went online. I want to see it online. Oh, I guess I am online. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it through my TV. You know what I mean? I don't mm -hmm. watch uh, TV on my computer. Jeez. On that note. <laughs> Man, it just comes right up. Whatever. Mm. Mm. Oh, no, no, I see it on the side. It's on the side. There you go. It says protect I, I internet freedom, defend net neutrality. I Did think you Ricky's drop comment. Drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricky's comment about uh, <laughs> Miss Andrew was, the, was the, the, the joke that we needed to lighten this situation and give us a good end. To our yeah. uh, conversation about our issue tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Ricky. Um, <laughs> even though you didn't mean to help a woman. The guy always coming <laughs> in and saving us women, you know. Thanks for riding in on your uh, on your on your white horse and uh, and saving the women. Uh, Does it have to be a white horse? I see. Uh, no, it doesn't. It's a systemic problem. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I see Smalls in the I see Smalls in the door behind you. Did you see her? She's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. So uh, that brings us to a close of our issue of the week this week. Yay! Yay! Boo! Um, Boo! <laughs> it was a bad issue. I mean, like, sad. yeah, 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 yeah. It was I a good it. discussion, though. It was yeah, it might have been a bad issue, but it was a good discussion. Oh, I don't think I want to do that. Oh, it didn't shut me off. What are you doing? Okay. Things and stuff. I was wondering. Uh, do we have any deals for broke-ass gamers? 
We do actually. Um, so if you want an exponent, <laughs> if you want an exponent, apparently you can also type exponent into Amazon and they will give you the Xbox, which was funny to me today. Um, the exponent is on sale everywhere. Well, not on sale, but um, you get a free game if you buy it. But but different different um, retailers have different uh, incentives for this, right? <clears throat> so Target is the typical buy an Xbox, get a free game, you get your five percent if you have a card, which you should all have a card because you can you know do that. Yeah. Um, Best Buy is buy the Xbox, get a free game. I've heard reports that you can buy the one with the um, Madden 15 and also get the free game and they are also mm -hmm. offering um, a two-year Gamer Unlocked membership which is sort of profitable if you are um, a big AAA game buyer because you get 20% off all new games hmm. for two years. Uh, Newegg is offering the Xbox, the um, free game and a year of X, uh, Xbox Live for $411. So if that's your thing. Amazon is only offering the Xbox <coughs> and the free game. So I've researched this quite a bit. For me, the best game, uh, the best deal for me is Target, but they didn't have the game I wanted for free until mm -hmm. today, but we were having the storm of the century, so. That's what they told me. It didn't happen. <laughs> Humble Bundle is doing a week-long thing. They're doing a sale where they're giving away a game a day free plus super hot deals. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Um, sorry, I'm looking it up. Uh... Ooh. Yeah. So you can get a... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Humble Bundle has messed me up a little bit because um, part of the reason that I want to buy the X-Bone is because I want to make sure I can play the games I want to play. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But um, the only game I've wanted to play on the Xbox since it came out was Dead Rising 3. And the only reason I'm the only reason I'm considering it now is because the Dead Rising Three came out on Steam last Friday, I think, and I didn't buy it because the reviews say it's broken. Oh no! So, yeah, so I was looking at the Xbox again, and it still comes down to I want to pay I want to pay four hundred dollars for a um, game. And then I go on the Humble Bundle sale, and I see that uh, what's that game called? I can't I can't find the page now. Um, Murdered Soul Suspect. Okay. Is on sale for fourteen ninety nine. And it sort of kills yeah, all it was like of my seventy or eighty percent off. Yeah, right. it, it kills all of my interest in consoles. I'm like, whatever. I just do everything on the on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for Dead Rising. It's broken. But that, but you know what, Murder Soul Suspect is so cheap right now because because it's horribly broken. And so it's Dead Rising, the, and it's fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, but it's not horribly broken on the console. But it's horribly broken on the PC. 
But how many times are you going to pass up and be like, well, I don't want to buy a $400 game? Because after well, so long, though, actually. Well, that's the thing, is I want to buy, I, I will eventually get it, right? Because eventually we're going to move to a point where I can't buy my games anymore, unless I have it. Mm -hmm. But right now, we are literally at a situation where the only game I care about is Dead Rising 3. Right. You should probably just buy the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Get a crossbone or something. No, I mean I might buy it. I might. We you still have like it. we still have like three days of this sale and Target has now got Dead Rising Three back in stock. And and I would have probably bought it today except that you know, the storm of the century fear mongering weatherman happened. You need to buy it before the gaming marathon. Why? I don't know. I was just trying to buy it. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I want to buy it this week or Black Friday. Yeah, but do you really want to like compete? No, you on don't. Black Friday. As you someone who Black Friday is every Black Friday, you do not want to. No, win. you don't have to compete anymore. The, the shit's online. No, really yeah, but you don't. still have yeah, to compete. But there's still a limited number. But I know things. <laughs> <laughs> No I doubt. sort, of, I sort of want to get it. I, I will probably get it if I go to Target and they have Dead Rising three. But I don't know. Anyway, the humble bundle, it's awesome. Cool beans. Good thank you, Charlotte. All right. So thank you for joining us for our eighty fifth episode. We only got fifty more episodes to a hundred, or fourteen until we get to a hundred. I'll have to come a lot after that, or you guys can come. We have to. Yeah, yeah really. All of us come up there, or one of you come down here. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to work out? <laughs> I'm very persuasive. <laughs> you come. Uh, ice fishing. You can call for ice fishing. No, no, that's not going to happen. And um, especially Jen, she hates the cold with a passion. I do. We've had this discussion. So she's not going ice fishing. Well, we have fucking heaters here. It's not, not, like good it's enough. not good enough. If you want me to go outside, it's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> so as much as I love you, Alex Lane. Fair I'm enough. sorry, Doctor Lane. Doctor Lane. Mm, yes. Oh. You love to me. <laughs> All right. So let's run through this. There are many, many, many ways for you to contact us. Be email at nymgamer at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook. You just search for Not Your Mom's Gamer. You can follow us on Twitter at, at nymgamer. You can uh, uh, follow us on Tumblr, nymgamer.tumblr.com. The best, best, best way to follow us is on our daily with our daily blog post at nymgamer.com, which is our blog where you get daily pithy posts. Um, from us, and you can join in the conversation. Um, and the conversation can take place, yes, please, on the blog. We have to start telling people when they start having these conversations on Facebook to take them over to the blog. Um, <laughs> but actually, actually, I was thinking about that. What if instead we, instead of like um, tagging each other, we mm -hmm. commit to posting through Not Your Mama's Gamer? And then at least. People can like that page and have the conversation there. You know what I mean? Oh, only putting them on the Not Your Mama's Gamer page? We'll talk about that later. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so the uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm like lost now. But you That's can right. send us voicemail, video mail. 
um, email, voicemail. We have that nice little flyout on the Not Your Mama's Gamer blog page as well as at the top of our Facebook page. You can click there and leave us a voicemail. Yay! And we'll get back to you. Um, those are all the ways you can contact us um, and have a conversation with us. We welcome conversation. And I think that's about it until episode 86. So, until then, episode 86, that is. Stay dry. Stay, stay sane. Stay warm. It's cold here. <laughs> no. <laughs> stay dry. Stay sane. And always, always, always be a social justice warrior. Until <laughs> next time, folks. Game on. Game on. Thank you.